Welcome to today's episode of the Healthy Connections Podcast. Today we will tackle a highly debated issue, seems to be the theme lately, (laughs) the significance of removing mercury fillings from your teeth. So join me as I explore the reasons behind this controversial topic and the potential benefits it can bring. I'm talking about this because I feel like this is something that not many people are aware of and it's important, but here's my disclaimer. The content provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered medical advice. Please consult with a qualified healthcare professional before making any decisions regarding your health. Hey friend, I'm Melissa and I'm obsessed with cheering on other women in this thing called life. I'm all about grabbing a cup of coffee, having healthy conversations and making strong connections with others as we walk through what life brings. I'm a wife, homeschooling mom of three, certified online health and fitness coach, and the creator of 57 Simple, where I take the hard out of your health journey because it doesn't have to be hard. It's actually quite simple. It's not easy. It's not hard, but it is simple. The Healthy Connections podcast is here to connect you to the topics that educate and inspire you to take your health to the next level, regardless of the chronic condition you may have been diagnosed with, to connect you with people who are doing that themselves on their own journeys, and to connect you to their businesses that can help you too. We are creating those healthy connections through conversation, community, and a little bit of coffee. I want you to come as you are and celebrate your wins with us. When you come to sit at the table with me every Wednesday, it is my hope and my prayer that you are left feeling inspired and ready to tackle the rest of your week with your head held high. I will be cheering you on as you go after those health and fitness goals. We want to help you honor the body God has given you physically so that you can overcome what life throws you mentally so that you can shine your light. Sound good? Okay, my friend, grab a cup of coffee, a jug of water, or a glass of kombucha, put on those cozy socks and those yoga pants, and welcome to the conversation at the Healthy Connections Podcast. All right, so first, I am not a dentist, as you likely know. This has all been information I have uncovered in my own research and with talking to both dentists and biological dentists, holistic dentists. So to start off, let's delve into what mercury fillings are and why they're commonly used in dental procedures. So mercury is an extremely toxic substance, and it blows my mind that it was ever used, but it was. And um, I had a lot of fillings, a lot of fillings throughout my life. And in the most recent years, in 2020, I had two fillings removed in preparation for root canals, which is a totally separate subject, also a controversial topic, um, which, you know, I have my own opinions on as well. And yes, I would love to get my root canals removed at some point. That's like I said, whole different topic. Uh, but I did have some amalgam fillings removed And in preparation for that and in preparation for the crowns after the root canals were done. So I have had a whole mouth full of these silver fillings and I have three left. So two of them are really big and one is a little smaller, um, but I will be having all three removed. Before I get into all of that, it is extremely toxic, okay? 
And it's often combined with other metals like copper and all this to create dental amalgam fillings that are durable and long lasting. All right. So although amalgam fillings have been used for over a century due to their affordability and reliability, concerns about potential health risks associated with mercury exposure has arisen over the years. It's like the more you know, as time goes on, the more you look back at certain things and are like, what were we thinking? That's kind of what happened here. So why is the presence of mercury in dental amalgam fillings a cause for concern? Well, there's numerous reasons, but numerous studies have highlighted the potential risks of chronic mercury exposure, even in small amounts. Okay, small amounts. Mercury vapor can be released from dental fillings and be absorbed into the body. So this toxic element has been linked to various adverse health effects, as you can imagine. And those would include potential harm to the nervous system. Hello, I have MS, which is a nervous system disorder. But anyway, we will never know the actual cause, but just hang with me. Um, it can also cause issues with your immune system and even um, cause issues in unborn children. So every time we bite down, brush our teeth, drink something hot, it interacts with the mercury. That seems pretty obvious that it would. There's actually a video on YouTube that you can go and watch if you just search um, mercury filling demonstration. I'm sure it will come up in which a dentist shows um, by using black light what it looks like when you put friction on a tooth that has an amalgam filling in it. It shows the vapors of the metal coming off of the tooth. All right. So it's just something that we really don't think about when we're drinking our coffee or brushing our teeth or biting down to chew our food. We don't think, oh, the vapors are coming off of my mercury fillings and filling my body with toxicity. We don't think about that, but that is what is happening. So those vapors, they go into us. And again, these heavy metals don't come out unless we force them out through a heavy metal detox. So I'll get into that in a bit. There are still some symptoms that occur more often than others, and they may be considered potential signs of mercury toxicity. Again, I said potential signs. These are all potential signs um, that you could have mercury toxicity. I'm not saying mercury poisoning. I'm saying toxicity, all right, which is a couple levels or one level down from having mercury poisoning. Mercury toxicity is what we're talking about right now. So you could have a metallic taste in your mouth, also not normal. You could have memory issues. And again, these are all things that could be signs of something completely different. I'm just saying that these are linked to mercury toxicity. I just want to be very clear. Okay. So the metallic taste, um, brain fog, memory problems, depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues. The anxiety piece, I have very high anxiety, very high. And I take care of my body. I exercise all the time. I drink my water. I have significantly decreased alcohol consumption. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what is causing my anxiety and maybe this is part of it. So all we can do is try to figure things out. Right. And so that's what I'm trying to do. Irritability and moodiness. That's yes. I get very irritable <laughs> and I try not to, I, I'm really trying to hone in on my hormones and 
I'm even syncing my workouts with where I'm at in my cycle um, and syncing my diff- what foods I'm eating at different points of my cycle. Like that's how intent and intense I am when it comes to figuring this stuff out. So chronic fatigue, that's another sign of mercury toxicity, headaches, insomnia, hearing loss, tremors, muscle weakness. So this is a big one for me. My nervous system is going crazy. So it's not necessarily my muscles. It's my nervous system. Uh, My legs and my feet are still numb. And I'm like, what is going on? It can be a sign of mercury toxicity, speech impairment. That's also a sign of MS is your speech. Um, but it's also a sign of mercury toxicity, food sensitivities, which I do have. I am very sensitive to gluten, sensitive to eggs, pineapple, cashews, um, dairy. A lot of people are sensitive to dairy, but gastrointestinal issues, impaired immunity, kidney problems, respiratory problems, hypothyroidism, skin disorders. So those are all signs of mercury toxicity. Did you catch them all? There's a lot. Additionally, there are a good number of chronic health problems in which mercury toxicity might be playing a role, might be playing a role. Either it could be triggering it, it could be worsening symptoms, but here are some of the most common. Epilepsy, chronic migraines, Um, infertility, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and other neurological disorders, cardiac and respiratory issues, multiple chemical sensitivities like in fibro and fibromyalgia, um, and other enigmatic disorders, multiple sclerosis and other autoimmune disorders. So heavy, and that's where I was like, okay, I have to have my heavy metals tested. Because you all know that I was diagnosed with MS back in 2009. And now that I'm learning about this heavy metal toxicity thing, it can resemble all of these things and it can resemble multiple sclerosis. So sometimes the cause is the diagnosis. And do I still have MS? Yeah. I mean, there's no cure for MS. But if I can help cleanse my body as much as possible so that... Um, I go back to somewhat factory settings, so to speak, I'm going to do that. All right. So that, and I'm bringing this to all of you so that you can start looking into this for yourself. That's the whole point of this. So I had some heavy metal testing done about two or three months ago and my mercury was very high, like alarmingly high. And I was like, what in the world is going on? So since then, I've been doing a lot of work around eliminating the mercury. I got an infrared sauna and I've been doing a heavy metal detox tincture. But I mean, why? (laughs) It's like I put the cart before the horse because I still have mercury in my mouth. I still have these two really big mercury fillings and then one smaller one. The smaller one will come out at some point, but right now I'm focusing on the two really big ones. So I did meet with a holistic biological dentist last week and he is smart certified. That's S M A R T certified. You can go look it up. And that just means that they, these dentists that are certified, they go through training to properly remove the mercury fillings and they remove them with extra precautions. So one of those is that the patient will wear a mouth dam so that nothing falls down their throat. They are 
given oxygen so that they're not breathing in the vapors. They have proper ventilation in the office, lots of stuff to include giving the patient charcoal and chlorella before the treatment. And also, because, and the reason for that first, the reason for that is because the charcoal and the chlorella help bind to the mercury, anything that might have fallen off or or anything that's in the system, it just helps to bind it and then remove it um, through your body's natural waste process. All right. So the other thing to note is that these dentists that properly remove them also wear proper, um, they wear like a gas mask so that they're not breathing it in because it can be dangerous for them too. All right. So that's the smart certified dentists. So I have a great dentist, uh, who I do trust and he is not smart certified, but this office is pretty advanced and I've always enjoyed going there. I think they really know what they're doing. Even my, the visit that I had with the biological dentist who is smart, smart certified, looked at the crowns on my teeth and said, wow, these are really well done. Um, the two root canals that I had, he's like, wow, this is real. These are really well done too. So I'm not so concerned about my stupid root canals right now. It's another concern for another day. Um, right now I just want to get rid of this mercury. So while my dentist is not smart certified, you know, I have presented my concerns with him to him about my amalgam fillings. Uh, does he wear a gas mask and all that to remove them? No. Is it typical for him to use a mouth dam, one of those um, rubber dams in the mouth? No. However, he respects my wanting to get them out. And while he doesn't use a mouth dam, typically he is going to for me. I asked if that was something that that they do. And while it's not, he's happy to do that. That is the sign of a great dental office where while they may not see eye to eye on certain things, they will take you and your desires and your concerns into consideration and offer ways to work with you versus against you. All right. So I will take, now that I know that, you know, the biological dentists provide chlorella and charcoal before and after your service, um, I will take that myself before and after treatment and Also, I'm going to have a vitamin IV of vitamin C and zinc post-treatment. So go listen to episode 39, where I interviewed a friend of mine who is a nurse. She's a registered nurse, and she has an IV infusion business. Um, Like I said, she's a nurse. So she will be coming over after my extraction and extraction of the amalgam fillings. Um, and she'll be coming over to administer the IV of vitamin C and zinc. So there are huge benefits to vitamin C after you have amalgam fillings removed. In fact, the biological dentist said, and by the way, after you have yours out, we offer vitamin C IVs. So I, you know, now that I'm going through my own dentist to have it done, it's much closer to home. I trust him and all of that. I've made that decision for myself I'll take the chlorella and the charcoal beforehand, but I'll also have my own IV infusion friend who is registered nurse come over and give me an IV of vitamin C. So 
That's how I'm going about it. And removing mercury fillings is important. First, removing mercury fillings, it eliminates that continuous release of mercury vapor into the body. It reduces your exposure and the potential harm that it can cause. And this step of removal plays a crucial role in protecting your overall health and well-being. Our oral health is very interconnected with the rest of the health of your body. Each tooth, if you see a holistic provider, they will tell you that each tooth is connected to a different part of your body, which is fascinating. Again, I'm not an expert, but I saw a chart and it was fascinating to see how each tooth is connected to something different. So mercury, removing these mercury fillings, it does more than just eliminate mercury exposure. It can also positively impact your oral and overall health, like I was just saying. And many people have reported improvements in various health issues, such as the chronic fatigue and the digestive problems that they had and the neurological symptoms after having their mercury fillings removed. So by addressing the potential source of mercury toxicity, it may be possible to alleviate one of these health concerns. Maybe. Again, nothing you hear here is intended to be a cure for anything, um, but it could help, right? So with that said, mercury exposure can be caused by a lot of things. All right. So mahi-mahi, shark, tuna, swordfish. So those are all very high mercury content fish. I eliminated these years ago, like years ago. But with that said, back in college, I had a freaking can of tuna fish every day for like two years straight. And I'm not even exaggerating. I had it all the time because it was high in protein. And at that point, I wasn't thinking about, oh, this has a crap ton of mercury in it. Um, I just wanted (laughs) to have the high protein. So you learn as you go, right? And I now know that those are, those fish are high in mercury. Again, though, like I said earlier, mercury in any heavy metal is not going to just leave your body unless you push it out. So that mercury from that could be sitting there for all these years. In addition to what's in my mouth, it could also be caused by some of those quote unquote mandatory things. That's all I'll say. Mandatory things. People get throughout the years when they're children or going into college. I think you know what I'm talking about. So those mandatory things that we get uh, so that when we got those things when we were younger, it could, yes, be from those too, because there are heavy metals in those things that I am talking about. So hopefully you can just be a little bit more aware of the things that can cause high mercury exposure. Like I said, you just don't know. But when you know your levels are dangerously high, like I do, it would behoove you and I to do something about it. So if you're considering removing your mercury fillings, it's essential to ensure that the process is being conducted safely So seeking out a qualified dentist experienced in safe mercury removal techniques um, is important. You can go there. If you go to, if you just search SMART mercury removal, there's a website that you can look on to see where there is a provider near you uh, to 
properly remove them, or you can talk to your dentist and explain what you've researched to see if they are on board with doing as much as they can to ensure proper removal to your liking. And that is what I did. So these professionals, the ones that are smart certified, they utilize, you know, those strict protocols, like I was telling you, like the rubber dam placement. Again, my dentist is going to do this for me, even though it's not how they typically guard the area. But because I asked, I was an advocate for myself. He is going to do it. So he's a great dentist. He's great anyway. But when you you have a dentist that listens to your concerns um, and then changes things for you, uh, that's that's a, a big deal for me anyway. Um, they will have the proper ventilation. My dentist already has great ventilation. Thanks to the pandemic, they had a whole system put in um, to make sure that they could still operate. So that's already there. And these dentists, they wear a special protective stuff on them and they make sure that the patient's protected. Um, so they take those extra measures to minimize mer- mercury exposure during the removal procedure. So there's that. It's a lot. So I hope that helps you and it outlines some things. So you're like, you might be thinking, well, what do they do once they remove it? Do they just leave it open? No, they don't leave it open. They, depending on your tooth and depending on the filling that they removed, how big it is and all that fun stuff, they can either put a crown on it, which is typically more expensive. They're usually made of porcelain. My dentist makes them right in the office and shows you on the computer how he's designing it based on your tooth, which is awesome. Or they will put a new filling in, and obviously it is not made of heavy metals. So there's that. So it depends on your tooth. But anyway, I hope this episode outlines at least at the surface level of what these fillings could be, again, could be doing to you and discovering what you can do to minimize your exposure. So thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. Remember to do your research and consult with a dental professional and make an informed decision about your oral health. Remember, knowledge is power. And I would love it if you shared this episode so that we can raise the awareness of this issue that's not really talked about all that much. But until next week, my friend, Connect with others with a simple smile, a hug, or a high five. And remember to be well, be kind, and find the happy in the everyday.